Drop a Podcast. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. Hi, Alex. So my tagline this week is for a housewife on Real Housewives of Missouri, if that was ever a show. And this housewife just moved to Missouri and doesn't know much about it. When it comes to being from Missouri, I'm from Missouri. Do you know that expression? I don't get it. No. Fill us in. Missouri is the show me state. And people a lot of time from Missouri, when they don't believe something or like don't know that much about something, say, I'm from Missouri on that one. Okay. So that's why that would be a good tagline. you know this because... Why do you know that? (laughs) I'm a well-read, cultured man. (laughs) I've never been to Missouri. We are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. Hi, Jules. If you don't say anything, you don't ever lie. That's my tagline for Erica. That's good. That's good. Thank you. She would never say that. Because she doesn't say anything. Now, Julia, I don't want to get you too excited, but I have seen little memes about the internet of Erica, and they have the little text, so it's like they're quoting her. And she is saying she thinks one of the women is, like, behind her back, but the word she's using is sniper. <gasps> don't get too excited. We don't have context. Oh, my gosh. When you feel this level of validation, you simply don't know what to do with yourself. What if it's one of the housewives? Okay, which housewife would it be? Rena. It'd be Rena. Rena pretended like she wasn't even there the night of the Sutton Erica confrontation. So it has to be her. You know how we usually have to fill in a housewife who wasn't there? We just had to fill in a former drunk Rena. It was a wild scene between she and Garcelle. Also, I think it has to be Rena and Harry Hamlin is her accomplice. Because <laughs> who just drives around a COVID environment delivering sauce to one another? That's true. And also, remember a couple episodes ago when they were like, what's that stain on that dress? She must have Mm -hmm. uh, shot Tom (laughs) while wearing that dress. (laughs) I bet in Tom's car, we would find a bowl of bolognese. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Bullets and bolognese. That would be the Lifetime movie. uh, Title of this episode, Alex. That's going to be the sequel to The Housewife (laughs) and the Hustler. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Julia, mine could also be Erica, but it's not Erica. It's about Erica. You'll see. Bear with me. My tag. Oh, I'm Elizabeth. My tagline this week. The lady doth protest too much and this protest will not be peaceful. (gasps) There are pieces there. There's pieces. Oh, I like it. Could also be. um, This is Ebony's. Or Portia. Oh, I was thinking Portia too Portia because of the be protests. Good. All right, we are now going to play a little game. Okay, I can see, so I'm hiding. Julia found them for me, so Julia has a little cheat for the first one, but I have a feeling it's going to hey, be what the hell? anyway. <laughs> I do, don't oh, worry, Alex. You have you have the same cheat when you hear it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we are going to be reviewing and playing our favorite game, Who's the That Tagline, with I'm the so Real Housewives. Of Salt Lake City. Now, Julia has a cheat sheet, Alex. So don't feel bad if you don't get it. It's just the first one. Our first housewife. The only thing I'm guilty of is being Shaw Amazing. Meredith Marks. (laughs) (laughs) Coach Shaw. (laughs) 
All right. Well, thank you, Jen, for that amazing tagline. Mm. Next. If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. That has to be Mary. Yep. Good job. That was subtle. (laughs) Also, is that a threat or is that a promise? Hmm. I don't think you guys are going to get this one. (laughs) I may be known for my ice, but I always bring the heat. Lisa. No, that has to be Meredith because she's icy. Julia, ding, ding, ding. What the hell? I thought ice because of her beverages with Lisa. Oh, that would have been a good one. (laughs) It still would have been bad. I can't believe Meredith didn't do disengage. (laughs) Lisa is going to be tequila, 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 tequila. (laughs) Tequila and fast cars. Young wolf. I love that. This one, they're all too right on the nose. In a town of beauties and beasts, there's only one wild rose. Okay, well, that's Whitney. And is she calling Whitney. her husband a beast? <laughs> yeah, who's she calling a beast? Her one last year was weird too, right? But she said he had a little penis. Oh, yeah, this rose can handle a little prick. And now she's yeah. Ugly. Oh. She, oh. yeah, yeah. I, I hate this All right, who one. do we have left? Heather? So we have Heather, Jenny, our new housewife, and Lisa left. Okay. And I have to say this tagline I'm about to read might be my least favorite tagline in housewife history. Oh no. Okay, go. Holy shit. I was raised a Mormon, but now I'm raising a glass of champagne. Heather? Well, that's definitely Heather. And oh, how the mighty hath fallen. Heather, we are disappointed in you. It was Heather. So bad. Next. Yes. I have plenty of everything, including opinions. Lisa. I mean, I think it's Lisa, but I really wish it wasn't because she's better than that. Who is it? It's our new one, Ginny. Okay, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Oh, I can't wait to hear Lisa's. Yeah. You don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. Oh, It's good. That's a good tagline. It's good because she's saying it. Heather said it. Like if Heather was saying that. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, I like that we're all on this. You think page. the bar is low, <laughs> but in fact, it is quite high. That's mine for Lisa. Julia, you should have saved that for next week. That was so good. Oh, Julia like, said that before on the pod. Have I really? You, this is I like think when last, you gave yeah, the award twice in It was yours. It was like when we go Barlow, they go high. Oh, that was it. That was it. That was all it. All right, let's get into Beverly Hills. Sounds good. Okay, before we get into Beverly Hills. I got to give a shout out to Reddit user Dobby with the socks. <laughs> Their analysis was that Erica got away with murder, basically. Oh, gosh, I probably should use that turn of face. <laughs> Erica totally is lucky that she is on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and not any other cast. And they went through every other show and said what the other women would have said to Erica. <gasps> and I just have to say my favorite one. Atlanta. Yes. Yes. Who do you think it is? Kenya. She says, and I quote, trust me and believe if she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kenya would have invited the victims to dinner. And yeah, she would yes. have. If she had put the same energy as she did into the Bolo investigation into the Erica one, oh, this thing would be solved. Kenya would have solved it. <laughs> we need to give Kenya better mysteries. She's about to solve murder she drew. So there's going to be that. <laughs> I do have to give a shout out to um, Second Season Housewife. On Reddit, best comment with a shout out to who they would have thought would have had an excellent moment. Potomac, Giselle would have worn a t-shirt with hashtag widows and orphans, hashtag unconscious 12 hours, hashtags 3G f- flip phone texts. 
Hashtag there was a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> That's Julia in the background. So I just had to give a shout out to those because they were killing me. That's so true, though. Like, they're all just letting her do it. It's so weird. And Sutton's like, she's going against it, but not like really. Kinda. It's all the other girls that are like positioning Sutton against her. I feel like we've seen Bethany scream about much less. Oh. Or Dorinda. Can you imagine if Dorinda yeah. was on a cast with Erica? Now the drama is about Sutton hurting Erica's feelings and Sutton and Erica not being friends. And Sutton not being honest. Thank you, Crystal, for pointing yes. out what the hell. They're not acting like they're all fine and good. Like pointing out that that's such a weird thing for Kyle to want. And I guess it's just a producer yeah. thing. I am hoping Crystal backs off at Erica in a couple episodes. But I do. I am, I am happy the way that she didn't try to like mediate that. Oh, she said that I would have reacted to Sutton in the exact same way Erica did. Which she was the mm-hmm. only one. But then also she has her own Sutton issues. Yeah. So I feel like exactly. that that's where all that's coming I from. I think she's blinded by it's, the Sutton, yeah, Julia. Totally. I feel like uh, if Sutton wasn't the one that she was mad at, Crystal might not be siding with Erica for sure. Kyle is looking unhinged. She's acting like Sutton's a crazy one for walking out of a dinner party and how rude that is. And not that Erica's screaming and threatening her at the dinner table. And then goes outside and tries to comfort Sutton. If I was Sutton, I'd never talk to Kyle again, unless I was contractually obligated to. She's also acting like she can buy a $200,000 piece of jewelry. See what I was saying the other episode? Like, she always does that. She tries to one-up the person she's with, and she's not giving me rich girl energy like Sutton does. No, she's giving off the energy. She had a $5,000 budget when she walked into that room, and she found something for $4,800. Yeah. That scene's just a continuation of what I keep saying I don't like about this show, by the way. That just, like, disgusts me. I didn't like it either. I thought it was really gross. Do you know who I do like it from? It's Dorit. I like it from Dorit because I know it's fake, and I'm just really impressed that they're pulling it off. And I don't want it to go the way of Erica Girardi, but I do like the fact that Dorit somehow is able to hustle an Hermes plate clean it off real quick and return it to store. Dorit and PK's just overall life is giving me very much you as a kid wearing your dad's blazer pretending you're on the news. Can we get you into know what PK I mean? because he said his name and if we say his name three times more, he might show up and give us some amazing With advice. a bag of chips. I don't know, PK. babe. <laughs> Him eating throughout the whole episode. PK did say that Erica Jane needs to change. She's slutting up Instagram while she promotes lingerie to make money. And this is a bad look. Mm -hmm. And she needs to rebrand. And everyone famous rebrands at some point in time. Very impressive. Didn't know PK had that in him, honestly. (laughs) The funniest bit, though, is PK is talent manager to Boy George. Oh, no. The man who has been rebranded the least. Julie, are you saying uh, talent manager in italicized quotes? That was insane. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) That was a Ramona level misspeak. (laughs) PK said the truest thing that's ever been said on Beverly Hills, and that is Erica has been in a controlling marriage for 23 years and she's still being controlled. Yeah, that even got me. I was like, Mm -hmm. like, that's it. Now, do you think Dorit will absorb this and carry it with her to future interactions with Erica? 
She stood up for Sutton a little bit at the table. A little bit at the end of that night, yeah. Yeah. She also seems like she's very influenced in the moment by what people are saying. So she could absorb what PK is saying and be like, you're you're so right, or you're so right. (laughs) Whatever she's in the mood to. (laughs) I think the thing that everyone is missing, Kyle especially, in terms of when they're saying like Sutton's being two-faced, which is crazy to me, is that... Sutton did ask Erica if she wanted to talk to her at the beginning of that night, and Erica said no. (laughs) And then Kyle said, you need to tell the truth. That's not telling the truth, Kyle. It's called being polite. Yeah. Uh, My favorite PK line was when he pointed out to Dorit, and honestly, I think he reminded all of us because you're getting so caught up in all the bullshit and how stupid all these conversations are, and how Beverly Hills managed to take something that's actually like a real-life problem and boil it down into stupid... Just tell the truth. And that was, it's not a debate about whether or not Tom did it. It's whether or not he was mentally capable of knowing he was doing it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, thanks PK. Right. Yeah. That's that's uh, the alleged thing. Yeah. For all viewers of Housewives and the Hustler, I think that he knew. He was of sound mind. When he went off that clip because of the sniper. <laughs> when he got sniped. Final thought. I thought it was a very interesting choice of words. When Kyle, defending Erica, says that Erica was just picking on Sutton because Sutton is weak. You know, like all those nice people do. Not a word that starts with a B and ends with a Uli. This show's favorite word to throw around. Mm-hmm. And a ton mm-hmm. of people are pointing that out on the internet. And I wonder if Kyle is like able to see and hear that criticism. My guess is no. Oh, there's no way. That's how she's lasted for so many years on this show, though. In this town. Yeah. My final thoughts are, in what a scripted show would be a terrible piece of writing, but was very funny to watch in this reality show, I'm putting italicized quotes over reality show, (laughs) is when they're talking about Kyle's yellow pants, and they're like, oh, we love those yellow pants you wear. When was the last time you wore them? Oh, that's right. The night that Erica wasn't invited to hang out. And then they all just like leave. <laughs> like the weirdest way to bring up that drama and then just peace out. I thought it was very funny and felt just like, <laughs> I don't, did, do you think that like they told them to try to bring up that night somehow? So they were forced into bringing up like that awkward transition or that actually happened? There was a crazy amount of time spent on these yellow pants. And it yeah. was Garcelle who brought it up. I, that's why I think it's real, Julia. That's exactly what I was going to uh, say. That's... <laughs> if it was anybody so else, stupid. I would have said bullshit. Julia, final yeah. thoughts? Um, Dorit is more of a child of the world than I thought because I'm sure I've been told this before, but I completely forgot that her mom is actually from Morocco and raised in Argentina and her dad was Israeli. And she can handle spicy food. But Julia, Good for you, Dorit. Good for you. She knows lots of black people because her mom oh, is fuck, best I friends forgot. with one. Okay, never mind. Do we feel like yes, we need to yes, fact yes, check? Yes. Okay. She called Kyle a cunt this episode. How well, she's a, a child of it. the world. That's an international saying. In a moment that went by so quickly that like we didn't have time to like focus on. It was so, oh, it was intense. Final, final thought. Lisa Renna doesn't like fish. What is she, 11? I didn't grow up in a fish family. She grew up in a people family, Julia. Well, I mean, Garcelle didn't name her fish Lisa Renna's family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Potomac. <laughs> 
All right, Potomac, you know this is a good cast because when we open up with Wendy talking to Eddie, Idris Elba, she is talking about how the person with the messiest marriage came up to her. And I thought, holy shit, who is Wendy talking about? Ashley, Robin, Giselle? I know. So many to choose from. <laughs> she technically could probably throw Karen in there for the ugly dick line. Giselle threw out the stat that 350% of men who cheated will cheat again. That seems like a pretty high percentage. Does that mean they're going to be cheating 350 times more or 35 times more? Julia, I also agreed. That doesn't make any sense. No. What does that physically no. mean? And she actually read that off a piece of paper. Yeah. Anyway, Alex, I have a question. Did you love Giselle's podcasting voice? Not only did I love Giselle's podcasting voice, I also loved that like podcast Giselle is different than not in podcast Giselle because she said something on her podcast that then in her talking head, she immediately was like, I don't think that. (laughs) She was more open on the podcast with her and Jamal's relationship than she's ever been on the show. And I think she was having fun and she got caught off guard. That's because when you put a mic in front of you in a podcast form, you tell the truth. That's what we do here every week. Um, someone who I think isn't telling the truth, if we can circle back real quick, is I know I shouldn't have an opinion in this and I shouldn't get into people's marriage, but they are on my television screen. Julia, that's all we're going to do here. I think Eddie (laughs) is cheating on Wendy. And my evidence for this is Wendy called these rumors old. Oh. She was like, these old rumors. And I feel putting like an odd, unbelievable timestamp on something doesn't help. Eddie's rehearsed innocent speech was super convincing but he also knew the cameras were coming there yeah and why do you have to have that scene and like be so performative about it if like you're comfortable in knowing it's not true i know what earlier i was joking about how last two episodes ago last episode um wendy said that eddie looked like idris elba but Eddie did win hottest bravo husband and you know you're all thinking like ha 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 how cute but in light of all of this, mm-hmm. it kind of makes me sad. Yeah. And then she's getting the plastic surgery to feel hot, too. Well, you know, it's all about personality, yeah. Elizabeth. And now that we know that he's not loyal, mm-hmm. he's not going to win hot husband anymore. That's true, because you know oh, who yeah. made it through. No offense, no offense. You know who made it really high up? Hmm. Frank. Ah, I love Frank. Yeah. He's not a husband, ex-husband. <laughs> okay, I have to go back. I'm so sorry to the podcast because Giselle said something that let me look into her mind because this has always confused me about Giselle. With Karen, she's so nitpicky about what Karen says, how to apologize, you know, the girls telling the truth, blah, blah, blah. There's that Giselle. But then there's the Giselle that was with Jamal and he cheated on her a bunch. So I didn't understand how those two things went together. Now I get it. When talking about cheating in relationships... She said, if you cheat at your bachelor party with the stripper, that's Mm. totally fine. Because that's a one-off. If you cheat and it's like a lifestyle choice, that's not okay. If you are at a bachelor party about to get married and you have cheating on your brain at all, that is a lifestyle choice. I think it's also him at a lot of other people's bachelor parties while she's pregnant and he's already married. I think that oh. I think that the bachelor party was just a free zone. I think she loved him and she made certain allowances and then it got to be that he was moving a woman in with her. You know, that no, but, you know, like right. emotionally. That flavor, I totally yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah, we got to know Giselle. And I see why she doesn't want to talk about that. But she's making everyone else talk about that. Yeah. But you know what? She just talked about it. 
I guess we just have yeah, to listen to the Yeah, you just gotta pod. listen to the podcast. She's so afraid of dead air that she'll reveal everything about herself. <laughs> Robin seems uncomfortable on the podcast. Oh, I thought she was sounding good. Sounding okay. cool. Ira Glass. Oh, okay. Of the Throwing Shade podcast. Right, I apologize, Robin. I do love you. She also had a very organized one sheet of notes with a red pen and a blue pen. Ooh. So Robin's taking it very seriously. Well, speaking of cheating and shitty men, we can talk about the human embodiment of a sneeze, Mr. Michael Darby. Oh, the Michael hath fallen, hasn't he? The good husband act could only make it to even before, I think, the mid-season finale. I think we've seen him for a total of 10 minutes. You know what? I'm actually happy it happened because I was starting to worry he had actually changed and that would have been bad television. Um, Ashley, I know why I look like I'm having a uh, allergic reaction to something all the time. But don't worry, I don't find your gross postpartum body that nasty. Uh, you'll lose the weight soon. Which is great for him. That's great for me. I don't find you that not attractive. <laughs> But they even cut to baby Dylan in the back finding it questionable. <laughs> also, what did that woman do? She shook the baby around and it was he was okay? I didn't know what was going on. I don't know anything about no. babies. I don't I didn't like watching that. Spooky. Okay, husband juring is not going very well. Christopher and Candace are having a rough time, but I do have to say that I was thrilled this episode to see Townhouse Candace back because I've missed her. I've missed this feisty, ready for a fight at any moment, unreasonable Candace. We've had for too many episodes a serene, sensible Candace, and Townhouse Candace is my favorite Candace. And I think Ashley. Yeah. Maybe the reason Townhouse Candace is back because Ashley's been having babies. Ashley shows up for one episode. Candace is back in her original Townhouse Candace form. She can't handle her husband. One, Chris is developing quite an alcohol. I don't want to say alcoholic, but he's an alcohol enthusiast. And I am <laughs> worried for him and not to be Michael Darby. I just am worried for his weight. <laughs> and his health. I could watch Candace and Chris fight about husband during the rest of the season. And what could possibly go wrong with this idea? I think Dorothy should get involved. Oh. I want Mama Bear in here. I want to hear what Candace's mom has to say. To quote Dorothy, good luck with that. <laughs> because we were getting sold, oh, he's so great, he's so great, he's so great. But now he actually doesn't go to any of her stuff. So when she says husbander, she really means like an assistant. It sounds like he books things for her. It sounds like he nags her from the other side of his bar. Yeah. I don't even know if he books things. I think he just reminds her about these things. Mm-hmm. Okay. I need, I need a reality slap in the face. Was the fight them saying your shit, your shit over and over again, saying I'm going to cuss you out, Chris standing up and waiting in the car for Candace, and then Candace has to pay and go in the car. Was that hammed up for the cameras or was that real? It was hammed up. I thought that the entire scene. That was the least convincing napkin dab in the eye I've seen from her. Why? Because there was a knife in the napkin? I think this is real. I, I do, do too, Julia. I, I do. do. Okay. I do not. It's not real. Do you think Candace writes down her one-liners like calling Ashley a filthy milkmaid beforehand? Or do you think they're spur-of-the-moment critiques? 
I think they're spur of the moment. I think she's a No, genius. I think she imagines chewing her out. I think she thinks about it a lot. Oh, she comes up with them in the shower? <laughs> because she, like, really turned on her real quickly at the Robin dinner. Like, she was just waiting for a reason to, like, lash out at her. And it could also be a mixture of her her fake anger that she's bringing from the fake fight that she just had with her husband, Jer. You don't think that was real but at all, Alex? I don't think it was real at all. I'm sorry. I thought that the entire scene, it just all felt fake. Now, Alex, I want to remind you that this winter we watched The Christmas Lottery, which starred our own Candace, and you've seen her acting. And I ability. thought that was her documentary. I thought it was real. <laughs> so maybe my perception of reality is skewed. I think that... Candace does view Ashley as a truly worthy opponent because she cannot stay calm around her. I think mm, Candace yep. doesn't view any of these women as favorite housewife competition. But as we know, I'm an Ashley stand. Alex, you like a good Ashley. She's my favorite. Oh, she's so my favorite too. I think that it truly pisses Candace off when she's not the star. And when Ashley comes in, She's reminded that two can play at this game. Well, they're both the young ones. They're mm-hmm. both and they're both and hot, cute. and they're both pageant girls, and they both are the best confessional givers we've ever seen. And shitsters, yeah, they kind mm-hmm. of are like two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. And Ashley's just so chill in the face of the shit Candace is spewing at her. I mean, we'll see like what her retaliation is next episode, but like she said some messed up things at her in that like one minute time span we got at the end of the episode and Ashley was just yep. kinda like, oh big forehead wide hips. So do you do you think she's gonna throw shit back or she's gonna be chill Ashley? I think she'll be chill Ashley. I mean she can handle Michael. She can handle anything. Oh, a little Candace absolutely. isn't gonna be yeah. sh- nothing. Her calling Ashley a hoe. That's that's one of the most aggressive things I've ever seen in a housewife show. I'll say it. <laughs> Even more aggressive than Dorit's cunt. Dude, I was taken aback by both. I went, ooh! And my other final thoughts, that Robin is, she's solidified her place as one of my favorites on this show, for sure, with this episode. Nice. Just like setting up a life coach in front of her child right after telling him what's going on with her. In the- <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Are you feeling more motivated at school? Because I don't feel motivated at all. You know how I wake up every day? And I get you out of bed, and I'm like, I want to die. Anyway, I have a problem because of you and other things. And I hired a therapist, but wait, don't feel bad for me because she's actually a life coach also. Even the life coach was trying to get out of it. Like, bitch, you sound like you need some real help. (laughs) My final thought is, what on earth is Karen's venue for her totally not cursed? What do they call them? Remarriages? Vow renewals. Vow renewal. Um, Party Mm -hmm. in the inside. Car distribution center on the outside. I think it's very trendy. All the cool breweries are in these kind of places. There's not even a plant, Julia. (laughs) Also, Mia, sweet baby Mia, hard road behind her. She's got housewife in her. I love her. Yeah, and I do want to say, in case Mia listens to this podcast, that she is not in charge of her mom's sobriety. I know, that made me so sad. But, like, that's a lot of stuff to put out there. I adore Mia. Yes, and I adore Mia's mom, to be honest. She handled that very well. I know, it was really great. Oh, love it. All right, awards! All right, my award this week is award previously given out, but with a different name, but I am rebranding. My award is Mike the Whiskey Guy Award, named after... The Mike the Whiskey Guy, who was there the entire time during that huge Potomac fight. We didn't realize he was there until they panned over to him at the end. And he said, okay, bye, and then left. 
I give this award to Patrick, Kathy's butler, who stood in horror and watched this go down and wasn't sure what to do and even commented to his boss, Kathy Hilton, that this was like the most horribly behaved group of women he's ever seen. I did appreciate his neck, though. He can crane. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That blog is updated, Julia. Don't you worry. (laughs) Alex, your award? My Live, Laugh, Love, Tacky Decor Award goes to Wendy and Eddie, who have prominently displayed on their bedroom wall a sign that reads, This is us, our story, our life, our home. That's the most depressing award. (laughs) Way to bring down the room. Oh my god, Julia, perk us back up. Bring us home. Okay. The Pet Name Thief Award goes to Dorit, who usually calls PK Baby, but now called him Bubba. How dare you steal Tom and Katie's (gasps) pet name? They love Bubba so much they have that ugly original art behind their couch that says Bubba. I am shocked and appalled. Dorit, you're a thief of the world, not a child of the world. You're just stealing accents, stealing names. Rude. And she really should be calling him the Bubba. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. We have quite a week next week, or is it the week after that? No, next week. Hot diggity dog. All right. Salt Lake City, here we come. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all. Thank you.